Hello and welcome to We Will Talk About It, this supernatural rewatch podcast where we watch one episode every week, spoiler free. I'm Megan. I'm Kat. And this week we are watching season two, episode one, In My Time of Dying. It feels weird. It feels weird mm-hmm. that we're on season two. I know. I almost said season one. I, I, know, it, I, I had like, to really like pause and think about it. I know. I mean, we're on episode one. Well, yes. We're full circle moment. I we're back. Was... We're back, guys. We're back. we're back. We took a break. Things have happened. Yeah. Things have happened. I mean, we've the spoiler twist of is that we have a muted guest being your sure. baby. <laughs> Can't speak. So yeah, we're we're back. We're talking we're about back. season two. Um, season. it feels it feels good to be back. Before mm-hmm. we jump jump in to um season two and actually talk about this episode, I do mm-hmm. just want to say because they do the right at the start of the episode, mm-hmm. they do the end of the last episode with the yep. car crash. And I didn't talk about it in the last um, episode, but it's such a good car crash. It is. Like, it's so... Well, for the 2000s, too. For it, well, I mean, just even for the budget of the show. Like, oh, yeah, definitely. Um, it's it's really good. It's really well done. I've read it's somewhere, fuck. and it's not in the wiki, so I must have read it somewhere else, that they had wanted to do a couple of goes of, of that the, the car crash, because okay. it's a real car crash, obviously oh, wow. with no real people in it, but oh, like... Course. But like it's a real car crash, like they really crush a truck into an impala. Oh boy. And normally the this is me trying to explain movie things, but like you can crash in a way that you can get a couple of goes out of it. Like oh. it doesn't look destroyed. And so you can oh. get a couple of goes. But apparently, like I said, I thought I read this in the wiki. I apparently didn't. Um apparently <laughs> it something went wrong and it went went too well the first time around mm-hmm. and it just completely destroyed that impala. And so they only got the one shot, which is the shot that's in the show. Oh my god! Well, I mean, it looks great. It looks great. Like it, it looks because it was fence. slightly too real. <laughs> yeah, slightly too real. But also mm-hmm. that makes a lot of sense because if you've watched any car, like any mm-hmm. movie, TV show that has a car crash, uh, especially here in Australia, in a way, Home in a way is notorious sure. for their like, oh, these characters need to have something dramatic in their life. Yeah. How about a car crash? Yeah. Yep. Pin it on the board. You see a lot of, you know, where they've got like dash cam, like, well, now they have mm-hmm. a lot of it. It doesn't look real. It just yeah. looks like someone is like, there's wires spinning mm-hmm. the car down the cliff kind of scenario. This, though, like, yeah. especially because um, I watched the episodes this morning. Yeah. Because I was like fresh in the mind. So it's, so I'm not, you know, mistaking things, but let's be mm-hmm. real. Mm. It's season two. I'm not going to change from season one, guys. No, you're not. I'm still the same person <laughs> on the outside and then the inside. Um, here for the fire guns. It, this was like I was like, oh my god! Actually, this is re- this was like mm. a really detailed car crash. Like it yeah. wasn't just a you know flick of a second and then you hear the sound of a car crash. Yeah. It was a couple of seconds. So yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, what a fluke! Yeah, what, what a, a fluke, fluke that it worked. Re- like like I said, it worked too well, and so they only got one go Perfect from. Though. But it looks really really good. good. I I would not have if you had told me that they yeah. did that one shot. Like I don't believe you. But yeah, that's great. Yeah, and a uh, fun fact. Ten years later, mm-hmm. uh, Jensen, for whatever reason, was just wandering around the back lot of like the CW up in Vancouver, yep. and they still had this Impala that they crashed. Obviously, it was like covered in like weeds and like overgrown oh. and stuff, but they still had it there. And he had just happened to like wander across it, like almost exactly five years later, uh, ten years later. And he was like, "Is that the same Impala that we crashed in season one?" And someone's like, "Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's the same one." He's like, "What?" Um, and so, yeah, so he took like a put picture and put it up on like Twitter and stuff being Aww. like, this is the, the first Impala, the OG. the OG Impala. Cause obviously mm. they went on to have, they have lots of Impalas. They in the have show, to, but, obviously. Um, 
But yeah, so um, yeah, before we get into the proper the proper episode, I did just want to say like I did not get a chance to talk about that car crash at the end, mm-hmm. or I forgot, I guess. And I just there's a lot I of things was, happening in that. Like, like we had a lot to say in those last like, we two had episodes. a lot to talk about, and um, yeah, I'm not surprised, mm-hmm. but it's good to know because yeah. we do open obviously on you know the first episode. We do yeah. have that little bit of a catch up of what happened in season one. Yeah, so we open immediately after the mm. crash. And the we're now in season two, which yep. means we're no longer dealing with the difference in the music between the DVD and what was broadcast or, like, what's on streaming services, mm. which means we actually kind of get a sense of, like, what I really appreciated at the end of season one, which is Bad Moon Rising yep. playing, like, that real ambience mm-hmm. of that scene. And it's really, really cool. And- which I was very grateful for because mm-hmm. I remember watching on the DVD when I first watched mm-hmm. Supernatural, hearing Bad Moon Rising, and when I – started watching this uh, episode one, mm-hmm. it was great to hear that, like, they still kept that because I was like, it's such a, like, kind of, like, it's a great song. Like, mm-hmm. if you don't know it, find out, kids. But it's such, I know, it, it's just all of it. It's just like, I know. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good song choice. Yeah. Obviously, props, as always, to Eric Kripke. He's oh, always. really good on the song choices. And it's good that we don't have to talk about these differences anymore. I still don't understand why it's only in season one. I still don't get it. Yeah, but maybe, but who knows? Look, we just who, don't know. We could not possibly answer the question. It could be question. like the whole, you know, RuPaul, you know, season one filter kind of scenario. Like they they, they learn. Yeah, or I mean, it could be, because I was thinking about the timing, it could be because the first season was the WB and then subsequent uh, seasons were the CW. Yeah, potentially. I mean. The it, timing, I think, kind of works yeah, for that. Maybe. maybe. Like, yeah, like actually, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably what it is. But it doesn't matter. We're, we're in season two where Kat mm-hmm. doesn't have to listen to generic rock music. No. Um, and I'm very grateful for this. Um, so now I can actually live the full Supernatural mm-hmm. experience because I think I've said before in season one, music is like the unsung like unsung hero. Ha ha, mm-hmm. no. It's, like a, it's a character of its own because it just plays into a lot of what happens through the story of the whole, like the whole show? Yeah, exactly. And it was nice, uh, refreshing to go mm-hmm. through episode one and go, ah, oh, real music and not yeah. generic rock the, music. The, the intended music, I yeah, should the, say. Yeah, yeah, the intended what was originally broadcast yeah. on the TV and what so. was sort of chosen as part of the production. Definitely. And so, yeah, we're back. We mm-hmm. are back in an episode written by Eric Kripke. Yes, we are. Directed by Kim Manners. And I think that definitely comes through. Yeah. These oh, two yes. working together mm-hmm. is is always something a little bit extra. Oh, yeah. um, and Kim Manners has that real sort of cinematic quality. Oh, to, yeah. I mean, obviously, he's a very experienced director by this point. He'd been mm-hmm. done a ton of the Exiles episodes, you yeah. know. So we're talking about someone who'd been working for 20 oh, odd yeah. years by this stage. Um, but he definitely brings that kind of cinematic quality to yeah. his episodes, particularly yeah. when they're paired with Kripke as mm-hmm. well and, and like his say, writing. Yeah. I feel like the the two, they're like um, the great pair, like, you know, Chip and Dale, you know, everything yeah. comes together, it works together. I mean, they're not Chip and Dale because I love Chip and Dale. This thing. They're the I love that you're like, what's a famous, wonderful pairing, like something that's really and everyone immediately recognizes Chip yeah. and Dale. Rescue Rangers, man, I'm just saying. <laughs> Chip and Dale, Rescue Rangers. Shout out to my Rescue Ranger peeps. It's so beautifully written and I was mm. thinking this whole time watching watching this episode as well, like it's so satisfying to watch these three actors act uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and to see them bounce off each other oh, yeah. and to see as well like we're in season two now and you can get the sense that like Jensen and Jared have a lot more comfort with who yep. Dean and Sam are. Yep. And you get to see them bounce off Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who's mm-hmm. obviously the incredible actor. Yep. I think it's worth saying at the start of the episode, just so we can like talk about it throughout the episode, mm. 
And just so I can give some like context to what happens in this episode, Eric Kripke actually decided that uh, dad, Jeffrey D. Morgan, had to die Yep. pretty early in season one. Yep. And that's- Game of Thrones style. Well, not even that. He just realized that any time- Beyond season one, if dad wasn't with them, which was always the intention, Jeffrey Dean Morgan um, was not brought on as a lead actor and they had no intention of bringing him on. But if he's off doing something else, is what he is doing more exciting than what the boys are doing? Yeah. And are we always going to be waiting for them to re-meet with dad? Yeah. And And that was very season one because it made sense. Yes. And so he realized pretty early on in season one that dad had to die. Yep. Um, because any t- if he stuck around, then they you'd mm. always be wondering, oh, when are they going to meet up with dad again? Like yep. the the story wouldn't keep moving on yeah. because the story would be with with him rather than with the boys. Exactly. So, and especially when season one, it's it's about the boys. Like it's the sole focus. That's the whole yeah. point of supernatural. And then if you're like, okay, well maybe we leave dad in in as the the three you know three musketeers mm-hmm. style. Does it become do the relationship the relationships sort of change the and yeah. develop differently versus what we have encountered. Yeah, so. and it, and I guess as well into as what sort of what Kripke had mapped out as well. And I don't think he ever intended for John to join them and to become like mm. a, a sort of a three threesome. No, yeah. I was going to say thruple, but also no. no. <laughs> look, look, three musketeer kind of yeah. scenario of just like a team of three, you know, battling it out. Yeah, battling you know the supernatural. Yeah, and I, as much as I enjoy when Dad is there. Or- yeah. Because again, the way the actors, Jeffrey as an actor is also not much like he's not old enough that as the show progresses, mm-hmm. he's not going to age as he should as a dad. Yep. And I think that would have really taken people out of the, the yeah. fantasy of it all. And, and I, I think even in this episode, because I think at this stage, he's also appearing on Grey's Anatomy where yeah. he's playing an age appropriate character. Exactly. He's 36, 37, I think in real life yeah. in this. And so they clearly didn't do as much business to age him up this time. Like he definitely even looks a little younger in these episodes. And it definitely plays into a lot of the themes, obviously, particularly in the first sort of five seasons um, that are the Kripke, sort of the Kripke era seasons. And so it all kind of, it it definitely plays out and it definitely sets up a Mm -hmm. lot of the ongoing themes for the show as well. So even though I'm very sad to see Jeffrey Dean Morgan go. Little unsure if I care much about it. Look, it's sad in the sense of like the boys have to lose another parent. Yeah. So especially when they're like twenty six, twenty seven. Yeah. Um, you know they're quite in their mid twenties, like yeah. heading into like mid to late twenties. They're mm-hmm. losing parents, and you know, we're, as someone who's lost their parents mm-hmm. in like early twenties, it has a lasting effect of you. you yeah. Know, again, that just adds more. You know, to as I go back to my uh, my soup broth, my you know master stock. It adds another layer. Yeah, it exactly. It adds another layer of this master stock for the boys and their journey mm-hmm. for the next, well, next 13 seasons because we're in season two. Yeah. And as well, it, I think it's, you know, it's a complicated parental relationship. Oh, yeah. So um, <laughs> not to obviously get too much into your relationship yeah, with, no, your no, da- no. with your dad, but he, you know, you, you didn't yeah. have a negative. No, I had a good complex. upbringing. <laughs> um, yeah, th- I, my dad was not a hunter. Um, he was so, not out there, you know vengeful spirit you yeah. know looking for some vengeance uh no not that but again yeah so i mean it's it's because they have had all this negative experience and mm-hmm. their life was centered more around he was quite selfish as a father we've had discussions yes. go back and listen to season one we are we get in there about generational mm-hmm. trauma i think it's really good that yeah i'm i'm glad that they did that because yeah i completely forgot <laughs> take a shot i forgot <laughs> that he died great um because standard for cat had to forget something <laughs> love this episode 
forgot he died. And I was like, oh, yeah. And uh, my partner was like, yeah, because he does a thing. Remember the thing? And I was like, yes. He's like, you just watched the thing. How? What is happening? What do your audience <laughs> listen to? I'm like, look, they listen to me basically meander about stuff. Yeah. He was, uh, he's like, wow. Wow. I'm like, I know. Like a sieve. <laughs> like mine, like a sieve. Like a sieve. We have, that's why she has to watch the episodes that morning mm-hmm. so that she, mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. keep it as fresh as possible mm-hmm. in her brain. Even if I write notes. I can't believe you forgot probably one of the most pivotal. Pivotal. Plot iconic. points. Of of um, the show, it's very much a, it opens up a gateway of of things to come. Yeah, and I'm just over here going. The scale of foreshadowing in this, oh, episode, in this episode that um, I can't talk about. We because, cannot talk about. I mean, we will talk about it later. Later, but right now, we cannot. We 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 just can't. But yeah, I just thought we'd talk about it mm. front up. That like this wasn't a flippant decision. This was actually a long time coming. So yep. like, Jeffrey knew that he wasn't going to yep. stick around. Yeah, and it definitely makes sense to me. And like. As much as I really enjoyed watching them interact and watch these interactions, like I don't know that I would want to watch a whole show about no. Sam and John butting heads and like because it gets ding. grating, it gets grating, and as it's... I'm sure it does for people who've had to experience this oh, in yeah. real life, and this is their experience of their parents' relationship. So, and and it does play into a lot of things mm. that are really interesting about complex parental relationships oh, yeah. and what happens when. We'll, we'll talk about it, you yeah. know, when that person's not there to yeah. resolve stuff. Exactly. With and directly. And also, obviously, it's not like Jeffrey D. Morgan then went and didn't do anything amazing. Yeah, like, he then he went did. on and did, like, The Mil- Walking Dead yeah, and yeah, Watchmen like, and, like... Yeah, I was going to say, not like he went and sat in the chair bitter as all hell. You yeah. Know, then he's going to get vengeance. He went on and he's he gone on to have things. an incredible career. Yeah, 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 and yeah. so, like, like... And he was already sort of moving on from stuff and that's why he was on Grey's Anatomy exactly. already. Exactly. Because he, he knew he wasn't Go, sticking around. Yeah, he, he was a, he was a, a feature. Mm-hmm. And that's what we wanted. Yeah. And, I mean, I will say this, and I... I'm not in the camp of if Jensen presented himself in a situation that was sexual, I would take it. Okay. We, we, we've discussed this. We've discussed this. I feel like you, you discuss it more than I discuss being, like, thirsty for him. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah, always yeah. have to be like, I would never. I would never. <laughs> I, could, I could never. No. But I will always, and I always have, mm. Jensen as an actor. Yes. This. Yes. Again, chills. And I think, again, mm. that's why he, he gets the acting in this, mm-hmm. I'm just like, holy shit, you just get better with fucking age, mm-hmm. you fucking magical unicorn. Yeah. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk more about this over the seasons, about sort of the character bleed with Dean and Jensen. Dean, Jensen is a little, like, there's a there's mm. a lot of overlap and there becomes a lot of overlap over the years. Yeah. Like, he truly, truly inhabits this character and oh, he yeah. truly understands this oh, character yeah. and, like, loves and cares for this character. Like, this is this is a part of his personality. Like, I mean, I think I've talked about it on the show. Maybe I haven't. Maybe I talked about it when we talked about the prequel um, that he's, he's, he said that this is the best imaginary friend that he's ever had. Yes. yes, Like, and so you can definitely see Mm -hmm. how comfy he's getting with Dean. This is no shade on, on, um, on Jared. Oh no. I was going to about to say the same thing. thing. Like Like, there's some scenes in here where you're like, Oh, he's Sam now. Yeah, like that—that that sort of yeah. learning that and this they've is done. They had fifteen seasons. Yeah, because they like, become these characters. They become and... these characters. It's not just a. I'm going to phone it in and I'm going to mm-hmm. play this character for six seasons. Like, no, mm-hmm. they live, they breathe, 
they get it they understand mm-hmm. the like nuances that you didn't know that need to mm-hmm. be there but they're there yeah so we the car crash happens yep. we are at uh the truck driver gets out obviously possessed by a demon yep. as we know because black eyes because of black eyes and so sam has the cult cocked mm-hmm. at them the demon's like you're not going to use that you're saying that for someone else and yep. sam's like want to bet yeah he like brings it up it's like real baller move just like yep try me i'm yeah. done I, I just got hit by a truck and i mean yeah. we could all be in that like even though we know that bullet would be useful to mm-hmm. get the real d- villain mm-hmm. you just got smashed up yeah. you don't know how your family is like yeah you've just been hit by a truck literally yeah. and yeah and so the demon obviously leaves mm-hmm. and this truck driver has suddenly come to like did i do this did i yeah, do this i'm so sorry you know we cut to the next day with the you know they've got the helicopters, helicopters. coming in they're going to hospital and then mm-hmm. we cut and it's dean waking up in a hospital bed oh yeah and he's kind of walking around he's really really confused um he sees a yep. nurse and he's like hey i'm trying to find my dad and my brother well, they were just yep, brought yep. in like all of this kind of yep, stuff yep. and the nurse is just ignoring him yep. and like he realizes something wrong that, sam's the only one that's awake we like when he when they're going into the um helicopter sam obviously oh, yes. is awake yes. um he he you know he's quite upset he wants to know how dean and his dad are because they're not yeah. responding so all we know is is that they're asl- they're unconscious yeah and then yeah we get that f- that full body j- again that startled me because i was like i wasn't expecting this um for whatever reason i thought there was a, a little bit in between where sam they they sam's okay goes mm-hmm. into the room goes into dad's room which does happen but i thought it was back to front yeah i thought that happened first and then they're talking about dean and then we discover that dean yeah is where dean is and then that's then this happens yes but no but no but no cat's head flipped it what she does so yeah so dean is wandering around he's Mm -hmm. clear that no one can it's clear no one can see See him him. no one is acknowledging him he goes back to the room where he came from and he sees himself obviously in bed um unconscious hooked up to machines and so it's very clear that dean is in a coma or he's in some kind of situation yeah medical coma or coma because of his Injuries. Um, injuries. And then, you know, Sam comes in and he's beat up, but he's okay. Yep. You know, he's just he's just beat up. Yeah, he's just a little bit a little bit bruised. Yeah, well, yeah, definitely. And the doctor comes in and sort of talking to him about mm. what's going on with Dean and then yeah. he's like, My concern is that the is the head trauma. trauma. If he wakes up, we're not sure what condition he'll be in. Yeah. If um, he wakes up. If and yeah, like if he wakes up, mm. but that his brother I'm um, sorry, that his father is is awake and so yeah. um he can go see him if you like. And yeah. so we get all this really quick exposition of oh, like very quickly. Clearly Dean is not in the uh, the real in the world, he's in some kind of spirit realm. Yep. Exactly how that works, we sort of we sort of learn throughout the episode. Yep, yep. But John is okay, and mm-hmm. Sam is okay. I enjoy in this when Dean is also finding out his prognosis via whatever whatever realm mm-hmm. that they're in. What well, he's in, sorry, because obviously he's watching. I guess like third party view out. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that he says. Sammy, don't give up on me. Do what you have to do. Get like yeah. a voodoo, like a voodoo priest or whatever. Just like make me better. Yeah, and I love that when Sam uh, when Sam does go in to see John mm-hmm. and talk to him, and John is kind of given him his insurance card. Like that's the first like we call him. He's like give him yes. my insurance card over John McGillic McGillicuddy, mm-hmm. which I had to Google because I'm like I know that name and why do I know that name? Mm-hmm. So my mum was a big fan of I Love Lucy. Which okay. is also wiki because it let me feel wiki. Yes. So the super wiki, which Megan has props out and I also yeah. props out, especially this one. Because I'm like, why? I've heard that name before. Why does it remind me of something? 
it's I Love Lucy. Mm. It's I Love Lucy's name in I Love Lucy. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, look at these little nods that I had to Google because I'm like, why does that sound so familiar? Like, I've you, yeah, so that's, anyway, I love that there is this moment where interaction between John and Sam mm-hmm. and, you know, John's quite reserved and is just like, well, we'll just let nature take the course, like take the wheel. Literally, let, let's let Jesus take the wheel on this one. Yeah. Um, and Sam's like, I'm going to do everything in my power, even if it means I have to go to like a, ho- like a hoodoo, yeah. like priest or whatever to get or like a faith healer. This needs to happen. And John is just mad. But I love that there's this little, you know, we all know Sam has some type of power from last season. Is this his power or is it, you know, did he hear this or? Yeah, I kind of, yeah, like that he's parroting Dean's exact words words. back to him. And yeah, yeah, and John's asking where the cult is and Mm -hmm. like what's going on. And he's like, oh, you know, I've sent Bobby to get the Impala, like the Impala. So that's where the the cult is. So the cult's safe. And, you know, Sam's getting a little bit narky. Like, I can't believe that that's what your focus is. Yeah. Like, like your son is dying and that's what your focus mm. is, is you're thinking about the cult. And we do see throughout the episode kind of what John's ultimate plan is. Yeah. Um, again, I don't really know how I feel about any of this kind of like ultimate sacrifice stuff that John goes through. Yeah. Like it does I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I feel like there's probably lots of podcasts that really dig into the psychological stuff of it, but it's just like yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Though, you're just like, I, I don't in twenty twenty one, I don't know how I feel about the fact that he ultimately sacrifices himself to get Dean back and like how much worth like not that I thought Dean should die, but like how much worth that has and like how mm-hmm. much forgiveness that yeah, earns him how much him guilt that will eventually lead because if that's the when they if and when they find out yeah like <sighs> it just uh it's uh i don't know how i feel about it yeah, look, um <laughs> look, we've, we've discussed a lot about traumas and this this one like yeah. uh, it's like i'm doing the right thing it's like yeah for you you think you're doing the right thing you're not mm-hmm. really thinking about you know the leftover like resilient uh not resilient the uh, residual remnant, yeah residual the remnants of everything left over mm-hmm. because, you know, that happens. And then, well, what happens if Sam and Dean find out the real reason why you did that? Like, it's just, oh, that's layers. I mean, again, that's why we have 15 seasons. But yeah. still, it's like, ugh. at the time, everyone would have been like, oh, my God, he did the good father thing. Like, he was a shit yeah. father, but he saved Dean. And it's like, yeah, but at what cost? Yeah. And, I, I again, I'll give this show props and we'll talk about it sort of a little bit later. I'll give mm. this show props for, like, it knows what story it's actually oh, telling. Yeah. Like it's not acting like it's telling a story of like something really mm. honorable. It's it it it's it's aware of of the problems and, and we'll, the we'll, grit. Yeah. Oh yeah. 100%. Like it's 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 aware of like the reality of uh-huh. this relationship. And yep. again, I I'm not sure exactly how well they handle it broad strokes, but like mm. it's not unintentional the way that this is all structured. Yeah. And we'll talk a little bit later about like the scene that made me go, oh, okay, this Kripke mm. knows knows what he's doing in yep, terms yep. of like this relationship yep. and how it's viewed by yeah. us, even like maybe not so much at the time, but definitely now yeah. in 2021. Yeah. Like he he he, he, he knew and mm. he understood the, yeah. the story he was telling oh, yeah. in reality and not just like maybe the sort of idealized I version mean- of 2006 2007 i mean me watching this show in from 2000 like 2014 to, mm-hmm. to now even that seven years just having grown up and you yeah know, as an adult and understanding a little bit more about the world and how people have their emotions and what they do with said emotions mm-hmm. and their actions and how it affects others 
more so in different situations. Yet you, as we've discussed, there's a lot of things I'm like, that's questionable. That's really questionable. And this one was definitely, especially at the ending, there's a lot of stuff I'm like, I get the reason why, but at the same time, Eric obviously had knew what he where he wanted to take this vehicle yeah. and the vehicle is not the way like it's it's real and it's not again we've had this discussion it's not about it's not the it's two hunters coming from the hunter account yeah. it's not rosy it's not no it's it's edgy it's got the grit it's yeah the, the filth because that's what real life is yeah and i think as well like over all of this we always have to consider the fact that he was trying to tell these stories in 2006 on the cw yep and, you know, we sort of, you know, there's there's a couple of times people have asked Jensen and Jared at, like, conventions and stuff, like, what do you think this show would be like if it was on HBO? And they're both like, we we know because of the boys. And you get to see in the boys, mm-hmm. I think, what Eric Kripke was thinking about yep. and the stories he was trying to tell, tell. within these more confined world and limitations limitations and rules and like what you can and can't say and what you can and can't do and you get to see that realized much better in the boys Mm -hmm. where he has that freedom to tell those stories and to have those conversations and to like (laughs) dig into dig into that stuff in a way that you couldn't do in 2006 on the cw like there's and so I definitely for me watching the boys you can see i could see that connective tissue and you can go Oh, that's he always wanted to tell those kinds of stories, yeah. but in the and world that's why that he started, so good, and and you know the, and so some of it is that the low <laughs> the situation of being in a network show in two thousand and six kind of limits their ability to do something really dig into some mm. of that stuff or really push those storylines. This is me making conjecture. I could be wrong, but oh, yeah. I I feel like no. I see that in some of the ways that it's played out in the boys. So Sam goes to get the Impala. He's talking with Bobby. Mm-hmm. John has asked him to get some things for protection, yeah, um, yeah. some ingredients for a spell or a yeah. hex bag. We're not really really like, sure. Like curse, uh, some kind of like, yeah, protection. Something. Protection against the demon. Yeah. Um, and we protection against the dark arts. That's a different or different world altogether. Yes. And you also meant defense against the dark, dark arts. Yeah. See, look, didn't even get it right. So. Um, but yeah. And so Bobby is there and. Mm-hmm. At first, Bobby's like, I don't think the Impala is worth saving. It's being beaten up so much. And Sam's yep. like, even if there's a tiny chance, I think we have to save it for, yep, Dean. for Dean. And Bobby's like, uh-huh, sure, sure. This isn't a metaphor for how you feel about the fact that Dean may not survive at all. But sure, I'll keep this yeah. beat-up car. Don't um, worry. He's like, even if you know the engine's still running, we yep. can fix everything else. And Bobby, you can see Bobby was going to say, and then you can see he was going to say something, and then mm-hmm. he just holds back and goes, I'm going to let Sam process what he needs to process. He doesn't need me shitting on his parade. Yeah, he's like, okay, sure, sure, sure. sure, sure. This definitely isn't about Dean. This is not, <laughs> yeah, this is this is 100% not masking. No, 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 no. You know, I'm just going to leave that one. Not mm-hmm. gonna pick my battles. And I love that Bobby does that. Like, yeah. He just, he could, but he ain't. I will also say in this scene, this is where we sort of get season two Sam hair, which is the oh, most so aggressively 2007 oh, so faux emo hair. Oh, it's so is. It's these eyes. Like, Barely see his eyes underneath his bangs. Brows. Does he have eyebrows? We don't know. Yeah, uh, it's, yeah, oh, it's, yeah. It's it's a beautiful thing to behold. So, lastly, Sam 
gives Bobby the list of ingredients for the protection oh, cell. Face, and Bobby's like, yeah, this is a not for protecting against the demon. It is for summoning the demon. And I just love that Bobby's just not going to – he doesn't even mm-hmm. – he doesn't tip – he doesn't pussyfoot. No. He's like – what the fuck do you want? Basically, he's like, why do you want this? Mm. You know what's happening in your family right now. Is this, you know, it's very much, he, the, the faces he's giving is like, why do you want to do this? Like, this makes yeah. no sense. And then obviously he's realized, and then Sam's realized, like, dad wants to obviously call someone. Yes, he wants to, to summon the demon. He wants to summon the yellow eyes demon, so. Yeah, and so from, from obviously, we're, the whole time we're not privy to John's plan either. No. Um, and so for, we're seeing it from Sam's perspective mm-hmm. of him being like, you Fuck wanted you. the cult, so that means that you want to go after the demon because you do not care about what's happening to Dean. Yeah. And all of that tracks historically with mm-hmm. John's behavior. And so, yeah. like, you can definitely – beautifully written episode. Eric. Yeah, it's one of my favorites. It's, you know, it's so well written. Mm. And, I mean, obviously we're not watching this for the first time, so we kind of already have the reveal at the end that that's actually not what John is what John is doing. But at the same time, like, again, again. I don't know how I feel. I obviously wanted Dean to live. Yeah, we all of course we um, And, again, it's not like I'm like, how dare you, Kripke, do this. It's more just like I don't know how I feel about, like, whether this absolves him of sins or whether no. this absolves it, like, him of previous look- behavior. And we'll talk about that, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um I'll just say right here, it does not. It does not. It does not. In my mind, it does not. Like, I, again, we all know, I forgot that big plot point. Yes. Yeah, I mean. What did you think happened to him for the remaining, How you've seen up until season 10. Yeah. So what did you think had happened to him? He, no doubt, just like left. He just like, left like a, literally a Dear John letter. Sure. And then fucked off. Right. And then just. Changed his name, left, gone. Okay. Um, because he, you know. Right. Yeah. Because I was trying to remember about what happens to Dean and what, obviously, I knew he, obviously, it's not a spoiler, he obviously lives because see 15 seasons. Yeah. But I was trying to remember. Like how? How, like, did he, um, you know, did he, because I couldn't remember, like, I knew something happened in the episode that was quite large. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to spoil the episode yet because we're not there yet. But I knew there was something, and I'm like, did he, you know, fight something, or did he just push himself back in there? Did he speak <laughs> to? Like, was it like a Missouri kind of scenario? Yep. And I was trying to work it out, and I'm like, really overthinking this. Meanwhile, while this is happening in my head, Bobby and Sam are having this exchange of this ain't the ingredients you're giving me is not for a pot roast. It's for let's summon a demon to bring yeah. him to the hospital. Um, you mean a protection spell? Yeah, I know. I, I realized I said pot roast. <laughs> it's not um, for a pot roast. It's not for a pot roast. <laughs> Which was um, not what Sam was asking for in the first place. <laughs> Dane's, oh, my God. <laughs> could, you could, you, could, you go, could, could you get Bobby to grab this? I really want to make a pot roast. Yeah, right now. I feel like I'm going <laughs> to center the – I think the energies really need some comforting food. Could you Im- – could you imagine? I mean, you can't because let's be real. Yeah, I just, <laughs> I love that you were probably trying. Like, <laughs> I was saying something. This isn't for a pot roast. I was trying to say protection spell and I'm and, and then you pot said roast. pot roast. <laughs> this isn't for a pot roast. This is for, this is, this is a summoning spell. <laughs> Couldn't have gotten more wrong. John wasn't making a pot roast. He wasn't making a pot roast. But yeah, while that was happening, stuff was happening on TV and I really needed to focus. So I did, but I honestly thought that he, because John's left before. Like, I just assumed yeah. it, he'd gone. For 15 years. For 15. For, with no yeah, consequences. It's been 82 years. <laughs> with no, yeah. But with no consequences. Nah. With no, nothing. I mean, 
that could also be on brand for John because he's done it before. So yeah, I but <laughs> after the whole of I... season one, you didn't go, wow, I can't believe that at, that he just goes away and that character's never mentioned again after all of this trauma from the last season. I can't believe that they just like wrote him out. Hence why I was confused. I was like, <laughs> hang on. And then when we find out that he does pass, I'm like, oh, there we go. That's how they, we wrap that little mm-hmm. parcel up in with a nice cute bow. Oh, my God. Yeah. Look, um, sometimes I'm smart, but sometimes I forget things and those things are quite and pivotal. It, yes, so pivotal. <laughs> so yeah. aggressively pivotal. Aggressively. like To not only this season, but, but to the, the future series. seasons. Yeah, yeah. And also the series as a whole. Yes. And also prequel. Um, you know, there's a lot of things like Kat gets and there's a lot of things she doesn't. And this no. is one of the things she doesn't get. But yeah, so not Pot Rose, protection spell. Um, obviously plot twist. It's a summoning spell. It's a summoning spell. So yep. Sam goes back. He mm-hmm. is talking to John. He's really angry because, He's again, pissed. we're seeing this all from Sam's perspective. Oh, yeah. We in – the you know the first time we you see this yes. you don't have the reveal of what John's actually up to no you and just he's have... like John's like no I've got a plan he's like yeah Dean is dying and you have a plan like this is the way it always mm-hmm. is and while this is all happening Dean's wandering the hospital um yeah so Sam and John are fighting it mm-hmm. out Dean is obviously wandering doing... around no because yeah, he wandered because he's he's we're not there yet are we no we're not there yet continue. <laughs> Sam and, and John are having it out. Sam's oh, yeah. really mad. Dean is there. He's trying to do what he does in life, which is mediate and get yep. them to get along. Yep. And, you know, he's really trying and he gets really, really angry and he get you know, obviously the sort of senses that his spirit energy kind of coalesces mm. and he smashes a glass. Yeah. And John and Sam both look at the glass and look at each other and it's a very different reaction, obviously, compared to maybe what you might have scene for people who weren't hunters because both of them were like interesting yes yeah, what's going what's going on here. here there is something happening a glass just doesn't also it's very interesting because you don't get glass in a hospital it's always plastic yeah i mean, I mean it like, probably I mean, yeah, wouldn't yeah, yeah. have been as dramatic an effect as a smash but also i do love that uh dean does says the iconic line of like i just you that yeah <laughs> i'm like yes you did yes. yeah it's um there's something there and i think sam even more so because he's had a mm-hmm. bit of like you know, he's, you know, his ES- ESPN is working. Yeah. And yes, I meant to say ESPN. Good. Throw out to Throw out to Mean Girls. His ESPN's given off a little bit of vibe and then this yeah. happens. I think he knows. Yeah, and I think as well it's like Sam's more willing to believe mm. that something, like straight away be like, because again, we don't know, yeah. quote unquote, what John's up to. John's very single focused. Yep. And so he's not paying as much attention. To the, um, yeah, surroundings, yeah. And at this same this same time, Dean starts, Dean in the real world starts to code. And yeah. so he's running into his own room to see his own body and he sees a figure, um, ghosty figure. a ghosty figure hovering above his bed. Mm-hmm. Um, he grabs it and it sort of flies away mm. and he recovers enough not to, to die. But it yeah. was clear that he was in the process of dying. Yeah. And I and we know that he something's happening. He's coding in the room is because mm-hmm. Dean makes the, oh, I, I sway, you know, I just sway mm-hmm. that the glass yeah and then he starts flickering yeah and he sort of drops, like a ghost like, like a ghost like he flickers in and out and then sam looks out the door from mm-hmm. john's room and you just see people running towards uh where dean is so yeah it's very much like something's happening it's got obviously something to do with this ghost yeah thing. spooky thing mm-hmm. i say spooky thing look at that very technical um and yeah so you know that happens mm-hmm 
And so Dean is now wandering the hospital yep. and he hears a woman screaming like, why can't you hear me? Like, can you hear me? Why hey, can't anyone me. see me? Yep. And he walks out and sees one of the most beautiful women in a show oh. that seems to have exclusively beautiful women. Oh, she is she is my probably top three hottie. She's so beautiful. Without being overdone. Yes. She so is naturally beautiful. She is like, whoa, if I saw you in the street mm-hmm. as someone who identifies as straight, mm-hmm. I'd be like, that is a very pretty woman. She's so beautiful. Um, So he meets Tessa who mm-hmm. came into the hospital for an appendectomy yeah. and, you know, she's standing in front. She see They go to her room, room yeah. and she sees what we assume is probably her mum, like yep. her hand, and she's also attached to machines. Yeah. And this is where we sort of get Dean being like, no, we're kind of shades. We're on the brink of death. And yep. so that's why we're here. Almost like out of body experience. Mm-hmm. He lists a couple. He, he goes, like, Dean being obviously a hunter, knowing the different terms. Because I was like, mm-hmm. this is very impressive. I have to Google this. But, yeah, very much like you're having an out of body, like most yep. commonly an out of body experience, which makes sense as to yep. why no one's paying attention. Yeah, He's not, he can see his own body. He can... Mm-hmm. You know, he's, he's not, not dead. He's not dead. He's not in limbo. He's not in purgatory. He's mm-hmm. not in any of these things. He's just having an out-of-body experience. Yep, absolutely. Yeah. And so he's, ex- you know, she's introduced almost kind of as a, like, um, intermediary for Dean to explain and yeah, sort of what's going on. What's happening where he is because it's not really clear. Yes. She's just like, well, you're not dead, so you're not a ghost, but you're not mm-hmm. in limbo because you're still here. Yeah. They're obviously, like. There's not, there's no, like, we don't know what limbo or what any of this means. Yeah. W- where are you? And, yeah, and so he's explaining and she, he's like, no, the body can bounce back and you can snap back into your body. That's yes. that's what can happen. Yeah. And she seems to be taking it very well and he's very like, wow, you're handling this, yes. like, better than me. And yeah. she's like, well, you know, it's, you know, it's it's a natural process. If if I'm here and I'm meant to pass on, that's what's meant to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything and if not, everything happens for a reason. And yeah. Dean's response is, no. That is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Look, his spider senses were tingling and they yeah. were tingling to the nth degree and not because she's an attractive woman because she is so very, beautiful. So beautiful. It's just everything about this package. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, look, I believe the term is called honeypotting. Sure. Honeypotting. Do you know what honeypotting is? Yes, I do. Yeah. I don't know if that's technically what I would describe this as. I kind of think so. A little bit. She's a little bit of a honeypot for she's, sure. She's like, okay, she's 50%. Um, but yeah, but you know, and he's like, no, that's crap. Like you can come back from this. We can come back from this. We can fight and we can survive. Yeah. And that's, I think a really important aspect to make a big mental note of in terms Mm -hmm. of Dean's perspective on these sorts of things. Uh huh. And so just put a pin in that one for the next 13 seasons. Look, all I'm going to say is make it red, make it loud, make it Mm -hmm. a big wham, 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 sound, whatever you need, because it's going to be a thing. And he is. I play interesting, noted. I don't know that he is. Hmm. I don't think that he, I think that he genuinely, because there's a reveal coming, guys, which is why we're dancing around it, but I don't think he has any suspicions. Not yet. No, I'd, I think he just thinks that she's a really well-adjusted spirit. Yeah. Like, and yeah. that he's obviously as well, like, having his own really personal perspective mm, true. on what's happening. And there probably would be people in the world who would end in the situation and be like, okay, this might just be where my, you know, this might be my station sort of thing. And so I don't think he has any suspicions that she's anything other than what she says she is. Yep, yep. Um, 
yeah, <laughs> he has a very strong reaction, which is obviously very personally motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, we sort of cut to a little bit later and um, Sam is back in Dean's room and he's like, Dean, I hope you're here because I have an idea about something <laughs> that might work. Um, and he brings out a talking board. It's a Ouija board. Yeah, but it's a talking, it's a, it's a mystical talking tool. Yeah. And I'm like, also known as a Ouija board. And as my partner said, he's like, you mean a wild Ouija board? Because that's what he calls them. Right. He's like, wild um, Ouija boards. So fun fact, I don't know if this is still the case, but at the time, Ouija board was actually a trademark of Mattel. It is. It still is. So, so it's branding. And so they couldn't use, they couldn't yeah. say Ouija board because it's a branded name. Yeah. And they like would. aid Yeah. And so mm. that's why it's called a mystical talking board instead yeah, of being called a, um, like... a Ouija board. And so they're sort of like, I don't know if this is going to work. And then, but it is a, Dean is able to communicate yeah. with Sam. And it's through this that we find out that. Dean is hunting. Dean is hunting and he's hunting a reaper. Mm -hmm. And it's very different, obviously, to the situation that we found ourselves in last season um, with Faith, where it was um, obviously a a reaper that had been um, captured captured or enslaved. I don't want to use that word, but, like, I don't have a better. Yeah, it was um, captured and was doing uh, a person's bidding. Yes, and so very, very different. Very different situation here because this is a reaper. reaper that is in the hospital taking doing reaper things. Yeah, taking lives as part of the natural process yeah, um, of life. And so yeah. they're not really sure how to stop it. And I will say because we've actually we've accidentally skipped a couple of things that I really wanted to talk about. Yeah. So we'll we'll get in we'll come back to reapers and mm-hmm. we'll come back into where we are. Where we are. Um but there were sort of two things that happened earlier on. The first thing was that John promised Sam that he wouldn't hunt for the demon. Yeah. Um until De- he knew Dean was okay. And the second thing that happened that is kind of for me where um, I really feel like Eric does know what he's doing in terms of how he's portraying these characters, in terms of this relationship, like that he's not flippantly writing these characters without understanding the psychology behind mm. it because we have these this conversation. Or does that happen later? Uh-oh, now I'm confused. I was like, which conversation? Now I'm confused. Yes, I have missed. I have gotten confused. So they go to John's room and John has disappeared. Yeah. Despite telling Sam that he's not going to hunt Mm -hmm. the demon until, or what, this is what um, Sam thinks is happening is he's going to hunt the demon. That's why he wants to summon the demon. Yeah. Um, That's why he got the spell. And at this point, Kat's brain had thought, oh, he's skipped town. (laughs) This is where you're like, now we're back on the story that I've told myself in my head. Um, turns out no turns out now and so uh but they but he's left his journal behind yeah and so they're reading through reapers and we don't sort of see all the reading because obviously sam's by himself ultimately and there's they do a lot of really clever camera work with like yeah dean and sam not seeing each other and like all of that sort of stuff like props kim manners as always Mm -hmm. Um, he does a lot of work with like yeah, making cameras. it clear of like these are people that are in the same scenes together, but they're not face able. To to, face, yeah. They're not recognizing each other, not able yeah. to see each other. So Dean's reading over his shoulder, and he's like, "God damn it!" And he like runs off. He runs off into the room where he previously saw Tessa yeah. lying in bed, being tended to by his mum, and she's sitting there looking even hotter because she's yeah, changed she- out of her like hospital and she's outfit, in like an, uh, basically a suit. She's in this like kind of sexy black. like black suit situation. Lady suit. Power Lady suit. Su- power suit. She's got I think she's 
Yeah, and she's got like a little like frilly kind of sweetheart. Sorry, this is such a distraction into like what she's wearing. But yeah, like, but she's also wearing some nice heels. She is, and she's looking very, very beautiful. And she's like, "Hello, stoic, Dean." Very stoic, and just and the lighting is so good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you have to work very hard, of course, to when light you're naturally the lighted genetically. But yes, it's really lit, really beautifully, and this beautiful scene happens where. Dean has realized. Hello, Dean. Like the way she just like starts this conversation. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And she, I'm just trying to find the, um, and, you know, Dean reveals that he had read that Reapers make you see what what they want you to see. And, you know, it's something that helps and that might be, you know, a pretty girl. Like I said, honeypotting. And so that's she had taken the form, the Reaper that he has seen has taken the form of a pretty girl because it's his time. Yeah. And she explains to him, she's like, I didn't, you know, this is my sand, this is my sandbox. Mm-hmm. I have to, sometimes it's easier for me. And she's so stoic and so, mm-hmm. she's so calm. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, this is not scary. And she kind of makes it more human. And she has this, you know, the way she's delivering things and she's non-threatening. Like you think, mm-hmm. oh, everything that they fight has to be evil and she's not. She's like, it's the natural order and I'm if I have to change my appearance because you didn't you didn't appreciate how I came to you, then that's what I have to do because that's my job. Mm-hmm. And I want to, you know, it's better for you to, you know, your time has come. Yeah. Come with me. Make it easier on yourself. Mm-hmm. And then we sort of get this reveal that if he fights it, that that's how um, aggressive spirits are formed. Yes. Because they become, they stay in outer body, astro plane kind of Well, they of world. become ghosts. They become you know, ghosts. His, then, his body will still die because she's like, you're not going back to your body. Yeah. And then they end up becoming vengeful and aggressive spirits. Mm-hmm. And she's like, that's how they're made. They're not born that way. Yeah. They're not created that way. They're they're created by yeah. you not going following the natural path, yeah. which is coming with me. Yeah, and I I love great actress Tessa is yes. a great actress, like great actress, mm-hmm. and I love her. Yes, and I, that's why I think I think this is why it was one of my favorite episodes is mm-hmm. because Eric Kripke Kripke what what is with me today wrote Tessa in such a way that was so non threatening. Yes, and this is what I've been excited to talk about. Um, Tessa, not so much the name, but definitely the character and the visuals of what she looks like are Mm -hmm. very informed by Neil Gaiman, once again coming up, Mm. um, and his Sandman comics and the character of Death. So I'm going to show Kat a picture of what Death looks like in the comics. Oh, yeah. Uh Uh Uh-huh. Yes. So we'll we'll put something on social media of Mm -hmm. what what the the character of Mm -hmm. Death looks like, at least in... One of the many iterations, death mm-hmm. can look like anything. Um, but yes, yeah, sort of her most common or their most common appearance um, in the comics is mm-hmm. very similar to Tess's visual appearance. Oh, definitely. Like she, again, she's not the bi- and I don't say bimbos because it's a horrible word and a horrible derogatory term. Yes, but it's not the hot girls that Sam. Oh, sorry, that Dean is always chasing in bars. Yes, she is very she's, other. She's very other. She's very mm-hmm. classic. She's very. She's. Watch the episode if you haven't. Watch it. Cause yeah, why are you listening to us? Yeah, why are you listening to us? But also, yeah. she is just a stunning, natu- like, natural beauty. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the difference here. It's like they could have got some, you know, bim- I'm not going to say bimbo. 
they could have gotten someone that would have been very played into Dean's wheelhouse of who he's bedded before. Yeah. Like this is someone next level, natural beauty. Yeah. And again, I just love how they wrote her. I love yes. her. I just love this exchange. I love her ex- explanation. Yes. I'm like, oh. And yeah, and obviously it was meant to be a little um a little Easter egg mm-hmm. of what the death character looks like. Yep. And um, we've talked about Neil Gaiman before and mm-hmm. American Gods and how that was a massive influence mm-hmm. on Eric Kripke. They actually did see recently on Twitter um after Eric Kripke won um Emmy for the boys yep. and he sort of posted something on, on Twitter being like, I can't believe that this is a show that you guys give me an Emmy for, mm-hmm. um, which is very funny. Um, and I saw Neil Gaiman actually replied Aww. on Twitter and was like, I'm so proud of you, like, and the work you're doing. And I'm like, my heart. This is why I'm on Twitter. This my heart. That it was also, like the it just yeah you you yeah you, I cannot we, we no just, we, we've had, you we've had you don't have me. the ability to <laughs> not respond no, I don't. to things but yes the dialogue in this scene between these two is so beautifully written I'm going to read like a tiny teeny tiny it's little electric it's like I've got it's, goosebumps man it's it's, it's so, so beautifully good. written and they they're acting as so beautiful and Tessa yes. is playing this like other other incarn you know she has seen mm. and she has been and she is eternal you could feel Obviously, like she's been around since the, the creation of human like yeah. she just has that again i'm just gonna say it, stoic she's just mm-hmm. stoic through it and it's just she comes across as, as worldly and well traveled like an old soul but also yeah no, again non-threatening yes and that's what I love. because and i think you know, we'll talk about death in the supernatural world. Oh, yes, we will. Um, but this idea of death being eternal and being something more and something that isn't a threat in the big picture way. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just going to read a teeny little bit of the dialogue from the scene. So um, Tessa tells Dean that the fight is over mm-hmm. and Dean is like, no, it isn't. And she says, it is for you, Dean. You're not the first soldier I've plucked from the field. They all feel the same. They can't leave. Victory hangs in the balance. But they're wrong. The battle goes on without them. And Dean sort of is like, no, no, no. Like, my family is in trouble. We're in danger. He's like, maybe he will. Maybe he won't. Nothing you can do about it. It's an honorable death, a warrior's death, Um, which is very kind of um, not even so much like, you know, um, Judeo-Christian idea of death, but Mm. a very almost kind of like Viking Mm. view of death and a warrior's death and he's dying in battle. Yeah. Um, which in for 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 Vikings and for a lot mm, of cultures is is yeah. the is a, the most honourable way to die. And so, yep. and we also learn in this episode that Tessa is not going to tell him what if anything comes next. Nope. If he dies, she's like, no, I can't. That's that's not my that's not my story to tell. Essentially, yeah, like, like that's somebody that's the next that's part of the journey. Yeah, is it's that, like not the unknown. And so. You know, we sort of see all of this and we they're having this conversation and, and mm. she's like, you're not going back into your body. Nope. So your only choice is come with me to whatever comes next mm-hmm. or um, you stay here and you become a vengeful spirit. You become the thing that you fight. Yeah. And in the meantime... <laughs> John John is down in a boil in the boiler room. Is I have it, some question about what a boiler is. Um, yeah, but, I do too. I, is it like a radio? Is, is it, it like a hot water system? Is it like a hot water system? Is that but what like it is, or scale. is it a heating system? Is it like does it they never, heat your water? I feel like it boils the water. Yeah, the, it's like we call it a hot water system, which is that's where the the electricity goes. It heats the water, and then yeah. you turn your tap on, and you have hot water. Is it just a bigger scale of that? America, tell me. Yes. 
Because or Kenzie, tell us. tell us. Yeah, someone, please. I, I beg. Um, we I would... beg of thee. So, because it's they always seem to show up in horror films, and and not many and they other locations have two doors, yes. glass windows that have that weird like grid paper mm-hmm. style like security glass, security glass. Yeah. Um, and they always have big fucking layers of boiler room. So you yes. don't mistake. So you know is, where you are. So you know where you are. And then this you side, don't know what it does. when John's coming down, you just see a dark figure because you're on the other side. You're in the boiler mm-hmm. room looking out and you see the figure and we see John. Yes. And I was like, how do you have access down to a boiler room? Like, I feel well, like. Well, I feel like he's wily. I mean, yes. He's also got moxie. Where do you think Dean got his moxie <laughs> yeah, from? Yeah, true. I understand. But it's like, it's always, everyone seems to, like, easy is okay if you have one tell us you have a boiler room and two how easy is it to get um someone like a hospital's boiler room is it easy i don't know these are questions we can't answer because we don't know what no. a boiler room is America. but that's where john is um mm. and he is in the boiler room and he is summoning the demon mm-hmm. so again we're seeing this from the perspective of someone who's never watched this show before obviously yep. we have where they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe he's doing this. I can't believe that he's betraying Sam, yeah. his promise to Sam. He made a promise and he not even – literally, the corpse is not even cold. Yes. Yeah, literally, because Dean is still in a coma. So mm-hmm. he's doing whatever that's happening over there, and he's just like, I got this, gets out some chalk. At first, I thought he had candles because they're obviously the big jumbo, mm-hmm. like, chalk. And for yes. me, I was like, why do you have candles and why? Oh, wait, it's chalk. Yes. And so he summons the demon um, who appears um, initially as a janitor or, you know, to be mistaken for a janitor, Mm -hmm. but John's not fooled by that. Nope. And we sort of learn through the course of this conversation um, that John is wanting to trade the cult Mm -hmm. for Dean's life. Yeah. And he knows this is something a demon can do. He knows this is something the demon is powerful enough to do. He's a higher tier. Mm -hmm. He's not like your low-level grunt demon. Yeah. He's not just, you know, black eyes. He's got yellow eyes. So... We come to learn that not just standard black eye, like there's like almost like, like a hierarchy. Yeah, yeah. That's, thank you. There's a obviously some have more powers than others, yes. dep- and it's dependent. And the yellow eyes can make deep seems to have like he's bargaining. They're doing a bargain mm-hmm. kind of scenario. It's like I give you the cult, I give you the, I give you the bullet, give me Dean's life. And yeah, you know I do love I, the actor that plays the yellow eye demon is great. Is yes. so great, and like, we will we will we'll talk about this actor and about um how amazing he is at yeah. this playing this role. Yes, and I love that he's just like like the like smirk, and he's just like, I'm Dean is nothing to me. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. You, essentially, I don't know why you want him back because I can beat him. Yeah, but he's like just the the smile and the way he delivers like the smile of like, but I need more. Yeah, that's not enough. Like that, and I mean, you think. You've got the cult. Like once you've yeah. got the cult, you can wipe that out. Like you can yeah. destroy it. You can't. We can't make more bullets. Like mm-hmm. this is gone. Yeah. And yet you still want more. Yeah. And I love that. And they also have in this conversation. Mm-hmm. We've had hints of it before, but we get a little bit more that there's something with Sam and the other children, right. and he and the demon knows that, that John. Uh, John knows what's up with Sam, yeah, and that he's been playing happening. dumb yep. with, with his big blowout dramatic reaction last season about not being told about Sam's psychic powers, which, yeah. I mean, the yeah, fact yeah. that now we get this reveal that John actually knew what was going on and he still reacted like dick a dickhead. Uh, it's a dick move. It's, it's big dick energy and it's not great. It's not big dick energy. It's the other thing. It's just being a dick. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's, oh, no, he's a big dick with energy of 
aggression. Yes. Like, just a dick. Just like, just it, a was, dick. it was an unnecessary overreaction given that he already knew Sam had powers mm-hmm. and he clearly already knows whatever it is that's going yeah, on. Yeah, he knows so. there's, there's, he knows that Sam's not the only one because mm-hmm. we have the reveal that there's children and it's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, we've met one of them, so you make the assumption yes. now that we've had this, like, reveal of children and it's like, mm-hmm. well, yes, technically Sam and um, can't think of the person who unfortunately took his own life. Yes. Can't think of his name at this point. Um. And that there's potentially more. And the fact mm-hmm. that John knew this and could yep. have helped is just like, wow, painting your colours, mates. You're really – Yes. Um, and also just the way he replies to the demon of I'm aware. Like just that yeah. kind of like you don't – Like I've known for a while. while. I've known for a while and it's so arrogant. It's yes. It's like I just want – I like John just, always is one step, step ahead, ahead, so mm-hmm. but he has a lot of entitlement about always being one step oh, ahead. Oh yeah, he is very much like I consider my on my perch and look yeah. down on you, and it's just like, uh, and then especially in this exchange between the yellow demon, I always feel like mm-hmm. John wants to be above the demon, but not in a way of like coming from a good place. If that makes yep. sense, like it yes, just, it yep. feels very yep. much yep. like. I'm better than you and mm-hmm. I don't care and I'm gonna be better than you by even mm-hmm. taking sneaky ways to be better than you. Whereas yeah. Sam and Dean would could never, would never. Yes. And that's what I don't like about the Great Exchange. But yes. I just don't like that that's John's approach of just like I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I'll beg, borrow and steal to be better than you. Um, yeah. Ugh. Yes, absolutely, a hundred percent. But again, I just have to say, props to Jeffrey D. Morgan. Oh yeah. He's only played this character like three times yeah, and yeah. he has so much knowledge kn- and understanding and like he gets what he needs. He really, really knows how to. He sees the words on the script and then he can turn, like he turns mm-hmm. it to make me sit there and go, you're a piece of shit and I hope you die. Yeah. And it's two actors doing really oh. amazing work and beautifully lit, blue, mm-hmm. beautifully shot by Kid Manis, yeah, beautifully you, you written get, by Eric Kripke. Yeah. It's all of the things. Yeah. One scene. Yeah. In this whole episode room. is yeah. all of the things. Oh, it's all of the things. That's why I think it's one of my favorite episodes yes. is because it has so many moving parts that all mm-hmm. moving together but they all run concurrent. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, and then they all join at some point and mm-hmm. it's great. And so we sort of have these three things happening. Like we've narratives got, kind of happening. We've got Sam, he's at Dean's bed and you. this is my note actually just says, oh God, Jared is so Sam now. Yeah. Like this devastation and he's sort of begging Dean to stay. And so yep. we've got that happening. We've got John making this mm-hmm. deal, being told the cult isn't enough, but we don't really get the reveal of what yeah. that means. And there's, there's just, just a smirk of just like, I want more. And yes. it's like, well, what is more? What was what, what is more to give? Yes. And we don't and, know. And then we have, um, and then we sort of ultimately cut back to Dean and Tessa. They're sitting on the bed and Tessa's kind of rubbing his back and like it's okay. essentially talking him into leaving. Yep. And him sort of, you can sort of see that he's t- – the tide is turning and he's like going in. I'd, maybe this is my time this to go my time. and she's it's in my time of dying in my time of dying her air i yes. mean and it's it's just the nurturing it's like yeah this what she's the doing, death is something to not, not fear. fear and it's comforting and it's even though you're like it's Don't, natural it's natural it's, mm-hmm. it's organic and it's yeah again it's why i love the like mm-hmm. this character because she gets it Yes. She, this, everything's happening. And then out of nowhere, well, not really mm-hmm. out of nowhere, we sort of cut to also, America, explain. Why are your, why is your air conditioning on the ground? I think it's heating. Ah. I don't think it's air conditioning. I think that's where heating is. Ah, okay, cool. Because I was like. Because then it's like because hot air rises. So yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, cool, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's not an air conditioning grate. It's as best as I can understand, yeah, guys, it would a, be a heating grate. It's a heating grate. So, I mean, America slash Megan solved that for me. Because I was like, why is it on the ground? But we sort of get this 
budget has for CGI swarming yes. has come has come good slightly higher slightly grade higher. we're not we're not we're not you know we're not peak but yes. we're we're definitely up from where we were um we see this black cloud thick cloud come yeah. through and Tess knows what this is Tess yes. knows what this is and she's like no you can't do this yes. and then as we know with black cloud goes into a a body yes quote unquote possession yes and so now tessa is possessed by the allied demons and the switch that she does in that little like 10 second mm-hmm. of like i was stoic i'm calming i'm like a mother yes. nurturing it's okay to <laughs> yeah i'm the allied demon yeah and Class. i will say this is um this is a really funny behind the scenes thing Ooh, yes. so in later seasons, they CGI eyes to make them look like demon eyes, like oh, which is yeah, yeah, it makes sense. I mean, but yeah. in these early seasons, it's really con- it's contacts, it's those big um, oh, Scalera yeah. contacts. Yep, yeah. And the in the in the bloopers, there's like a good I don't know ten times of her trying because she turns and like puts her hand on Jensen's head and like send you know yeah, to send him, to send Dean back, back and yeah. it's just her because she can't see she's completely blind with these oh, contacts yeah, on you would be because they're like they're, yellow gold yeah glittery almost and it's just her like smacking him in the face or like missing his face <laughs> and like because and because obviously no one can help her like she has to get that mark on her own um <laughs> Jensen and, would be like on the ground going oh god I you keep hitting me but also this is great this yeah. is going in the bloopers. Yes. And so, uh, yeah, so there's a, some oh, really wow. funny bloopers of her trying to, because she's blind, blind. in she's these, blind. She's like, in these contexts, trying to move. hit that mark yeah. um, and missing and like hitting him and like, or going like too far or too short. So it's, yeah. it is very funny. But she turns around, puts her hand on his head, or the yellow eyed demon does, yeah. and we snap yeah. back. And the, the one line of, today's your lucky day. Yep. Boom. And then we're, we're back. Sam is talking to the doctor. Dean is sitting up in bed. Before that happens, obviously, D- Sam's in the, in the bed, obviously, quite upset, quite yes. sullen because he's essentially losing two family members. Yes. Because um, he doesn't know what's happened to Dad. Yes, he doesn't know where John's gone. Yeah, we don't know. And the before before this actually happens, um, John says to the yellow demons, like, I'll give you whatever you want, but I need to see them with my own two mm-hmm. eyes that they're both okay. Yeah, and the yellow demon's like, "Oh, don't you trust me? You know, you're making a deal with me. You should." Yeah. Be tr-. But anyway, he, we don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, and they're like, "I can't explain it. I couldn't possibly explain yeah. what's happened. Like, there's no way this recovery. Like, I don't understand this recovery. Like, it's a miracle." Um, and Sam is sort of like, "So you don't remember anything?" Mm-hmm. And Steen's like, "No." And so he's forgotten everything that's happened, and yeah. so he obviously does not know the yellow eyed demon had any role in this. Nope. He obviously doesn't remember meeting Tessa at all. But he knows it's not right because he has a pit in his stomach. Yeah, he's he, like, something is wrong about this. He's like, there's, I know, everything's okay, but there's this pit in the stomach and mm-hmm. I can't shake this feeling. Yeah. And then John comes in and he's like, you know, happy to see that Dean is okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is where they have an in- this interaction <sighs> where... I have some feelings about this one. This is, and this is, for me, this is where I'm like, oh, no, Eric knows, like yep. he gets, he's, he's, oh, yeah. he's not, he's not stupid about how this character is and who this character is mm. um, because he comes in and he says, you know, back when well, you were a kid. Before he sends out Sam, because he t- asked Sam to go get a cup yes. of coffee. Yes, he asks him to have some caffeine. Pissy. Okay. Because <laughs> you go through your thing and then I'll say why I'm pissy. Okay. I mean, it, I'm pissy about a lot of things, but it, I'm like extra level pissy on this Okay. Thing. You do remember this is a spoiler free podcast. Yes. Yeah, so, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, 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 it's about this situation, like yep. this dynamic, this this interaction right here between the three of them. Okay, so, yeah. so he sends Sam out to get mm-hmm. some caffeine, and he's like, "When you were a, when you were a kid, and I'd come home from a hunt, 
um, you would come up and, you know, all the stuff that I'd seen and what I'd had to do, you'd come up and tell me that it was okay. Mm. Um, and that meant so much to me. And then he says, like, that shouldn't have happened. Like, I should not have put that burden on you. Yeah. I was so focused on what I was doing and you took all of this on and you never complained and you, mm. I made you grow up too fast. and. Yeah. You know, all of this stuff that we've been saying in yeah. the last couple of, like in the last couple of episodes of, about like what John put them through. Oh, like yeah. this self awareness that John has in this moment is obviously for me of Eric Kripke being aware that like mm. he's not making out John to be anything other than what he is. Yep. Like he knows how John is written. Yep. And he's aware of it and it's not unintentional how it's coming across. Like no. he's aware and you know, Again, it's t- it's definitely for me too little, too late. Like, good for you that you worked all this yeah. out, but um, you could have worked this out at any point in the last yeah. twenty seven years of yeah. Dean's life. Yep. So, but yeah, for me, this was definitely that moment of like Eric knows absolve. what he's doing, and it's almost very much like a um, I'm trying to absolve my some of my yes, sins. and I don't, but, but I don't know that Jeffrey or Jensen or Jared or Eric or anyone is trying to absolve John. No. I don't think any of the people who are no, involved no, are no. trying to absolve him. It's John trying to absolve himself. Yeah, well, yeah. But it's not It's not, it's not ad- played as a, like, yeah. sen- hallmark moment. Yeah, no, Sentimental, no, 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 no. like, no, like, oh, finally they've healed. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, it's not played that but way. Again, it comes down to the big, blue, and steel kind of personality that yes. John has. Yes, And that's why I don't – can I have my feelings now? You can have your feelings Okay. Now. I have a big thing, right? Yes. As someone who is also a parent, because mm-hmm. we've, 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 like, John does not stay in this. John goes away. Yes. And he doesn't do what Kat thought was basically skip to Cuba and then, like, lose his life. <laughs> just, just le- like, just leaves. Like, that does not happen. Yeah. For me, as someone who's also a parent, I had a moment where I got to say goodbye. Yeah. And it was, it has helped me understand, you know, my relationships and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, I'm glad I've had it. Like, at the time, yeah. it was very hard, but retrospectively, it's, it's good mm. to have closure. Yes. As someone who loves closure, I got I got enough to get me through. Yeah. This for me I hate because he sends Sam away, mm-hmm. which is what Sam did when he wanted to leave a situation, when he went off to college. It feels yep. very much like I'm sending you away. Yeah. Go away. Yeah. He then has this beautiful exchange for the moment. Yes. Doesn't absolve all the bullshit and all no. the crap, all the fuckery, mm-hmm. tomfoolery that has happened for both both their lives. Mm-hmm. And then Sam doesn't get that. Yeah. That fucks me off. And it's I it's intentional and I understand why. Yes. It's all on purpose. But as yes. a viewer, when you have like especially if you've rewatched it, if you haven't seen it in a long time and you're rewatching it, mm-hmm. if you've grown up and you've obviously mm-hmm. matured, you, you will see that this it's it's why John never gets that, you know, saint status through, yes. the, through the whole show. Yes. And it's great because it that's how real life is. Yes. And that's what I enjoy. But I didn't enjoy this because it's like, and even my partner, he he said, hang on, does he not do anything for Sam? And, and that is the, a good in a way in the sense that John is acknowledging that Dean was the glue that held this whole family together. Yeah. And, you know, backs that up. But what? What's Sam? Chop liver? Like, yeah. And it's very consistent. Oh, yeah. It's very much on, on brand. Yes. But also it makes me think, what did the yellow like? He knows what's happening with Sam. Yes, and as a again another big old dick move. Yes, does not tell Sam. Does not te- does not you know disclose what's happening with mm-hmm. him to his face. Mm-hmm. And it almost feels like 
there's something wrong with you and therefore I don't I'm not going to give you the the clothes package that I'm going to give to Dean yes and I don't know that he necessarily gives anything to Dean no, no, because no, then oh, he oh, leans no in and package with quotations because he, he then leans in and whispers something to Dean that clearly disturbs Dean and that's why he sent Sam away yeah is because he didn't want him to mm-hmm. hear this and he needed to tell him this yeah and, and I don't um, again all these things mm-hmm. it just rounds out the fact that John is not a great father no no he's I mean, not. But we've known that forever but yes. yeah so and then so John sort of walks Goes to his own room. room yeah he puts the colt down Sam walks past with the coffee and I love this shot this is so beautifully oh, shot because it's shot from the ground and you see the coffee cup drop in slow motion and Sam running in and it's out of focus and he's looking over John's body. And he's screaming help. And he's screaming help and ultimately John dies. Mm-hmm. And doesn't go to Cuba. That is the end of the episode. Yeah, pretty much. It's it's one of my favourites because yes. there's so much that's happened. It's all every character has got layers. It's mm-hmm. no one's still in focus. It's yeah. not it's not a fun episode in the no. sense of <laughs> It's a lot of all the hard hitting topics, but I do love that. You know, we're starting to really get what's in the first episode. We all know mm-hmm. we've been set up with a seed that's going to grow into for the season for the whole yep. season arc. Yes, and yeah, and sort of how do they handle losing John and all of that sort of stuff? So, yep. thank you for coming back yes. to us in season two. Season two, um, we're very excited to be back. Mm-hmm. Uh, as always, follow us on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow us on Twitter. Send us an email. Yep. We will talk about it. Pod at gmail.com. Um, find us on our Twitter. It's some version of we will talk about it. I'm sure it won't be that hard to find. Yep. Um, and on Instagram as well. If you need show notes, are at we will talk about it.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be where you can find links and all kinds of yep. fun things. So in the meantime, stay safe. And I hope your Reaper is hot. Oh, yeah. Bye. Bye.